With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome, everyone. This is View from the Rafters. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome in one of the pillars of this organization. Everybody forgets that part. Oh, good one. Good one. Don't go there. Not yet. What will we talk about in our podcast? You haven't told him? Like he had just come off the battlefield. I know what a dream it is to work with him, so it must have been a dream to coach him. Always going to bleed green, baby. Welcome to View from the Rafters. Behind the scenes with the Boston Celtics, presented by Cardless. Here is your host, Mark D'Amico. All right, folks, it's a New England sports crossover day here on the View from the Raptors podcast. Today, we're bringing in a man who hails from basketball country down in Kentucky and a man who loves coming to Celtics games. He is New England Patriots running back Damian Harris. Damian, it's so good to see you, man. I appreciate you coming on. As I just said, basketball runs deep down in Kentucky. So the first thing I got to ask is what level are the basketball skills, man? Um, so I played for a while. Um, I played until I was in high school. Um, once I realized that football was kind of the direction I was going with my life, uh, I kind of put it down for a while, but I used to be pretty nice. So I don't know, maybe one of these days I'll get back on the court and, and show y'all what I got. Hey, we got to get footage of you going one-on-one with Jason or Jalen. We got to see it. See, I don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. But you've got the speed. I know they got the length and the height, but you got the speed and the power. Yeah, yeah. They do got a little bit of experience on me, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll get out there and play for fun one day. What what position did you play growing up? Um, so it was weird. Like I was the shortest dude on the court, but I kind of played every position just because like I was the most athletic, I was the fastest, I was the strongest. So sometimes I had to I had to play one through five, sometimes I had to guard one through five. Um, so I, I played it all. I did it all. I was a team guy. So whatever the team needed for me, that's what I, that's what I did. Love it. Do your job, right? I, I know we've all heard that term. Um, that's been the model like my whole life. <laughs> Just do your job. <laughs> you fit in perfectly with the Pats, no question. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know about you coming to the game. So I, I know you were really the only Pats player who was coming to games throughout the pandemic when we were allowed to have people back inside TD Garden. So what made you so motivated to come to the games? And why do you love going to the games so much? Um, I think it's just about, you know, embracing the sports culture in the city of Boston. Um, I think Boston is the best sports town in America. And, you know, I just wanted to do everything I could to go out and support. Um, you know, I try to go to some Bruins games. I try to go to Celtics games, obviously. I try to go to Fenway. 
Um, I just try to do it all. You know, I've seen JT and some other guys at, you know, some of our games. And, you know, I think it's just fun that we all interact. Um, you know, I've gotten to get to know some guys uh, from different teams and you know, just being able to support one another. Um, you know, we're all on the same journey, trying to be the best athletes that we can be, the best men. So, you know, just embracing the sports culture in this town um, and just, you know, going out there and supporting guys that I'm getting to know and getting to be friends with. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to going to some more games coming up. Tell me about uh, your relationship. You kind of touched on it right there. You're getting close to some of these guys and establishing relationships who are you? I don't know if you want to throw the term friends out there or who do you keep in touch yeah, with yeah. Um, from the from the Celtics? And, you know, how often are you guys able to kind of link up and hang out? Um, I know a couple of guys, um, you know, I've met a lot of them and, you know, just developed a lot of relationships. Um, you know, I've seen JT a bunch of times. Um, you were at his birthday Grant, party last the- month, right? I was, yeah. yeah. He, uh, I was fortunate to uh, get that invitation. So um, I you did know, not I went, get that invitation. So we, we know we know where I stand. Yeah, somehow I'm not surprised that you did not get an invitation. But uh, no, it, you know, it's just so cool being able to hang out with those guys and, you know, see the the human aspect of it. You know, I think that, you know, people say that about us as football players, but now I get to see it with other athletes. You know, you see them on the court, you see them on the ice, you know, you see them at Fenway. But then once you get to, like, hang out with these guys off the field or, you know, out of their respective sports and, you know, we're all just guys, you know, we, we try to come in here and do our jobs as athletes, but... At the end of the day, we're all just men. You know, we like to have a good time, share stories, you know, just kind of reflect on our careers. Like I said, develop those great friendships. So, you know, it's been really cool getting to meet a lot of these guys. You know, they're all very humble dudes. Um, That's one thing that I really appreciate about, you know, the Boston culture is, you know, as great as some of these athletes are, um, it's just a very blue collar, um, I guess, um, vibe around around Boston and New England as a whole. So, you know, everybody's incredibly humble uh, with a lot of humility. And I think that that's what allows us all to get along so well and just, you know, have great relationships and continue to build on those. The interesting thing to me in, in you talking about this is that, you know, when when the Celtics had that big three era, um, when they had Paul Pierce and KG and Ray Allen and Rondo was on the team, but those guys were like in their early to mid 30s. Tom Brady at that time was kind of hovering around that time. So they were a little bit older. But now in the in the Boston sports culture, a lot of the stars, including you, are younger. You're you're right around the same age. You're right around Tatum's age, right around Jalen Brown's yeah. age, uh, Marcus Smart, right around that age. How does that kind of help you guys to establish relationships, just like being at the same like stage of life? Yeah, no, I think it's exactly that. Um, you know, we all have an incredible responsibility. Uh, first of all, we're all very fortunate and very blessed to be in the position that we're in at such a young age. So I think that, you know, that's just a common denominator with all of us. You know, we're young guys just trying to um, just trying to make it. And um, we're just trying to do everything we can. At least I know that I am. I'm trying to do everything I can to just, you know, be my best. And I know these other guys are doing the same. So being able to, you know, have a level of success and, you know, getting to meet all these people and experience all these things at such a young age. You know, it's really cool just because, you know, it's a we had a long life to live and to be able to have these experiences so early and develop these relationships, develop these friendships. Um, it's, it's definitely super cool. I've talked to a couple people who who have been in touch with you, you know, throughout your time here in the New England area. And they all told me that you're an intellectual guy, like you love to learn, you like to network, you, you want to be around people who are successful and learn from them. That really falls in line with some of the guys on the Celtics. I'm just curious, have you kind of picked that up in, in having your conversations with them? 
in getting to know them? Has that kind of been a, a, a common place that you guys can can talk about that? Um, you know, I, I think the in, the intellectual um, conversations definitely are there just because these are all really smart guys that, um, you know, like, like I said earlier, just cool dudes. But, you know, like you said, we're all very intellectual. We all like to learn. We like to gain knowledge. You know, we like to go out and meet people, network, um, enhance our brand. So I really think that's what it's about, you know, being in this great sports town and full of great athletes, full of great people, um, great people to know. So just being able to get out there and network and meet different people, have different relationships, I think that, that can just be beneficial for myself, obviously, and for everybody else involved. But you've said that it's a sports town, but it comes with pressures, right? Like, what's what's that like for you as a, as a professional athlete, especially playing for the Patriots who have super high expectations right, right there with the Celtics every year? It's like championship or bust. What's that like? as a young professional athlete to have that type of pressure. I know you dealt with that at Alabama as well. So you're kind yeah. of used to this, but what, what is that like coming into a city like this that expects to win? Um, I mean, it is what it just is what it is. Yeah. You know, like you just said, there's an expectation. Uh, there's a standard, there's a level of expectations out there, but you know, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is, you know, I got a job to do and regardless of, you know, wherever I was and what level of competition it is, you know, and whether it was in college now, you know, I just got a job to do. And, you know, it's just up to me to go out there and do my job. You know, I know that there's a lot of expectations. I know that there's a lot of pressure out there. But instead of focusing on that, I just like to focus on doing my job, because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter what anybody else expects of me because I have expectations for myself. It doesn't matter what pressure people, uh, people put on me because I put pressure on myself. Um, and it just comes with being uh, understanding that I have a job to do and I just got to go out there and do it. So all that external stuff doesn't really matter that much. All right. So we're not going to talk about pressure on your shoulders, but we are mm -hmm. going to talk about pressure on the Celtic shoulders. Playoffs are right about <laughs> oh, to start. Man. They're starting up Sunday, right? They're taking mm -hmm. on the Nets. We just found that out um, Tuesday night mm -hmm. that it's going to be Celtics Nets in the first round. What do you think about where this team can get to? I mean, you've been up close and personal watching them. You know the guys. Where do you think they can get to this season and this postseason run that opens up against KD, Kyrie, and the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday? Um, listen, I'm I'm no I'm no ESPN analyst. Uh, <laughs> I'm not an NBA analyst. I don't you know I don't make predictions. I don't make uh, you know think you know say what I think is going to happen. But you know just watching this team play, um, this team full of like I said, great guys. First of all, very talented basketball players, but. Um, I think that they've just shown that they can they can accomplish anything. Um, you know, they've had a great season, and it's been so fun to watch them. And, you know, I'm just really looking forward to being out there and, and supporting those guys. And uh, I've actually never been to a playoff uh, a playoff game in the Garden. So okay, we got to get you there. About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that uh, I've heard a lot of stories. I heard that uh, it's pretty – it's going to be pretty intense. So, and I, you know, I just love great sports atmospheres. And the Garden is, has one of the best atmospheres I've been. So – uh, without making any predictions or anything like that, I just want to say that, you know, I support those guys and I know they're going to go out there and play hard uh, night in and night out. And like I said, I believe that, you know, they can accomplish anything. So, you know, good luck to those guys. And I'm going to definitely be there supporting them for sure. Are you going to be there Sunday? I'm going to be there Sunday. Oh, there I'll we go. There. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there. For sure. I'm going to be there. Love it. No, but I mean, you, you talked about it, that this team, it really does feel like they can accomplish anything. But that's wild to say that now today in the middle of april compared to where mm -hmm. they were
back in at the end of December, really. I mean, can you could you imagine with the Patriots starting out like two and six through your first eight games and then going like eight and one over the final nine? Like that it just seems like such a wild turnaround. What's it been like for you as a sports fan, just being able to see a team rally and turn around in that fashion? Because I've never seen this before. I've been working in the NBA for 14 years. I've never seen this happen before. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great to watch. Like I said, uh, just being able to support those guys um, throughout the entirety of the season, you know, at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year, you know, closing out the season. Um, I just love supporting them and being there and watching them. Um, you know, they really turned it on at the end of the year and they got hot. So I think it was at the perfect time. You know, one thing I've learned about sports is it's all about timing. It's all about being hot at the right time. So, you know, the seas got hot at the end of the year, through the middle of the end of the year, and, you know, they really picked it up. So, yeah, like I said, sky is the limit for those guys. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer that whatever they want to go out there and accomplish, they can do it. So I'm really excited to see what uh, how the rest of the season plays out for those guys. Today's episode is presented by the Boston Celtics credit card, powered by Cardless. You'll be eligible to earn a special sign-up bonus when you apply and are approved at cardless.com slash Celtics. Then redeem your points for cash back, game tickets, merch, and much more. Card issued by First Electronic Bank, member FDIC. Offers subject to credit approval. Visit cardless.com forward slash Celtics for more information. That's cardless.com forward slash Celtics. I think confidence is the other important factor that people just don't talk enough about Mm -hmm. in sports. Like, obviously, you guys have your God-given skills that you were born with, that you honed and created throughout your, your athletic careers. But if you are at your peak in terms of confidence, I think that just takes players and teams to a whole other level. We've seen that with this Celtics team this season, right? Like when they started to turn a corner, they started to play with confidence, and then they've gone whatever it is, like 33-10 and 10 over the last 43 games. Man, what a run right there. What a run. Yeah. Um, but talking about you know your viewpoint on a team being able to turn things around, I know there, you said a quote that was something along the lines of, it's not going to be perfect every day. But if you kind of just keep grinding through it, you're, you're going to figure it out eventually. How have you mm-hmm. seen that play out from your professional experience? And then also, you know, obviously, that relates to this team that's taking the court with the Celtics right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think it showed with us, um, you know, here in the Patriots organization, um, you know, we didn't start out the year uh, the way that we wanted to, particularly last year. And, um, you know, we kind of had we were at two, we were two and four at one point, And then we kind of had to make a decision on you know, how the rest of our season was going to go. And, you know, that that decision was basically like just put our heads down and just grind, um, just continue to work. Um, you know, we couldn't focus on what our record was prior to that moment. And we couldn't focus on what the record was going to be at the end of the year. You know, it's just about showing up every day, ready to work, ready to grind, ready to improve. And then just seeing what the results, see what the results are, you know, see where it takes you. And we did that. And, you know, Grant, we didn't we definitely didn't end the season the way that we wanted to. But, you know, we were able to accumulate some accomplishments and um, do some things, win some more games and kind of pull ourselves out of that hole that we dug ourselves in at the beginning of the year. But, um, you know, I don't really know what goes on in the Celtics locker room. I don't really know the conversations that they have, but I think it's very evident that, you know, it's just a group full of guys that just put their heads down and work. Um, It's a team full of talented guys 
And, you know, their work is still evident. You know, this doesn't seem like one of those teams that, you know, relies on superstar ability or, you know, things like that. You know, you see guys, just the energy, the the passion that those guys play with. You see guys, you see Marcus diving on the ground for balls all the time. You see JT getting tough buckets, guys like Grant, Tyson. I mean, all those guys, you know, they all play so hard. And, you know, it's really great to see, like I said, with this with this culture, this this blue collar culture, seeing guys that are having a lot of success that are superstars, but still seeing just the passion, uh, the heart, the love for the game. Um, you know, it's been it's been really special to watch. It's been inspiring for me. So, um, you know, like I said, I just I love watching those guys, man. It's a lot of fun. They're definitely putting in the work. They, they make sure that everyone knows about it, too, because after they win a game, they're all sending yeah, out Snapchats. Out. They're sending out Instagram lives of them all in the weight room together, bulking up, yeah. trying trying to reach yeah. your level. <laughs> trying to they're no, trying not, to not gonna happen but um speaking of that i mean I, I think that there's no better source to talk to than you of a team be, being able to rally together like in a certain environment um mm -hmm. the weight room is a big place in, in the nfl have you kind of felt that as well that like that's a place where you can really build kind of a culture and um you know just relationships within the team from player to player no, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, not to sound like a total meathead, but uh, the weight room is one of the best places. I mean, it's one of the best places to be. Um, and especially for us, we're about to go into our, we're about to start our off-season program, like a lot of teams across the league. So, um, you know, that's just a, that's a, that's a hot spot for, um, you know, just developing an identity, developing that team chemistry, developing the, the work ethic, com, you know, compare, um, all of us being connected and building that kind of mentality and uh, work ethic throughout the offseason program. So the weight room is definitely beneficial, um, you know, for us, for all athletes. So um, it's definitely cool to see those guys uh, going in there and working out, lifting after after games and stuff like that. Um, I don't really know if I could do that. I don't, I don't know. If, no, I, I don't think you should do that cards. after an NFL nah, game. No, no, no. It's not in my cards. I'll leave that to them. <laughs> you got to go in the ice tub after the NFL. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. I, I usually got to do some other types of uh, some other types of rehab whenever I get out of games. But no, it's definitely cool to see them in there because like you can just tell the bond, the relationships that they're that they're building in there and. You know, they just continue to get better and grow that team chemistry, man. Like I said, the sky's the limit for them. They use this term uh, w within the Celtics front office, connective tissue. I feel like that's what they're building every time that they go into that weight room after a game. And JT is always trying to say it to everyone. He's the strongest guy in the room. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> my money would probably be on Marcus Smart. I've heard that too. I've heard that. I've heard JT say he's the strongest in the room. Let, let's get him on a bench press next to you. Let's see who comes out on top. Um, no, we, we don't got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you coming to games, I want to kind of circle back to that. You've been to a bunch of good ones, one of them mm -hmm. being the KG number retirement ceremony, mm -hmm. right? What was that experience like for you being able to kind of be up close and, and watch that type of like love and outpour of support from 19,000 people in that building? It, the energy in that building was nuts. It was crazy. It was crazy. So I actually sat in my seat and the two seats that were in front, like directly in front of me were open, you know, at the start of the game. And, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I got a, I got a direct view to the court and everything. Next thing I know, KG walks beside me. He just sits down right in front of me. And a little you bit later, right behind him. I was, so I was sitting, so it was KG and then behind KG, Isaiah Thomas walks yeah. around and sits down in front of me. So I'm sitting in front of, or behind KG, Isaiah Thomas. His high school you know, coach was sitting there too. 
Right, yeah. His high school yep. coach was sitting there, and then, you know, it's his retirement game, and, you know, just the energy in there was, I mean, I can't even, it was electric. So that was definitely one of the coolest experiences, just seeing the love and the outpour of emotions and appreciation for somebody like KG. Um, I think it's just a testament to these great fans in, you know, the New England area and just the love, the the appreciation, the um, respect for the hard work and the grittiness. Because, you know, that's what KG brought to the floor. No doubt. You know, he was talented, obviously, but, I mean, the heart, the grit, the determination, the competitiveness. And that's what these fans, that's what these people in New England are predicated off of, um, you know, in everyday life. So, you know, it was great to see that. It was great to be a part of that. And that was definitely another thing that motivated me, like, wow, like, seeing just the love, just seeing, like, watching the fans get behind a guy and a team and just, you know, it just, it definitely got me a little ready to put the pads back on for sure. I was, I was ready to suit up during that game, you know, seeing KG all emotional and, you know, seeing him just basically um, reaping the benefits of all of his hard work. You know, it just, it was very motivating. It was very inspiring for sure. You were right there then when Jalen made slammed home oh, that yeah. dunk and slapped oh, yeah. KG then, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh I was my right God, there. that that was one of the top moments of the year. That was nuts. Yeah, I wanted to run out on the court and dab up JV <laughs> after that. I did. It, it took. I had to. I had to hold myself back. But it was. That was. Ooh, that was crazy. I was ready to that rock after that. A uh, couple yes. more questions here before we get you out of here. I, I know you got you got a handshake with Mac Jones, right? <laughs> I do the best handshake. What What is it that makes a great handshake? Because I mean, I'm I'm sitting there before every NBA game. It's like. Every single guy's got a handshake. They do it right before they walk out onto mm -hmm. the court. What makes a good handshake? Um, I feel like it's gotta it's gotta fit the personality of the relationship. You know, whoever you got your handshake with, it's gotta be real and like indicative of your relationship with the guys. But it also takes a lot of rhythm. And fortunately enough, Mac Jones got a lot of rhythm. So <laughs> as soon as we started, you know, it, it, we we made that handshake when we were in college and. I walked up to him and I just started kind of flowing with it, kind of freestyling off the top of my head. And he just, every move, he was right there with it. So I said, okay, this kid, this kid's got a little sauce to him. He's got a little <laughs> flavor. So boom, 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 we got it done. And here it is, years later, get to do it on Sundays, man. It's It was a real full circle moment, I'll say, before our first game as teammates, you know, in the league. And we just sat there, looked at each other, dapped each other up, did our little handshake. And it's like, man, this is real full circle right here. So... It's, it's 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 a lot of fun. I think having handshakes. I think it just keeps everybody loose. It keeps everybody free. You know, everybody gets to um, have their own handshakes with different guys. You know, I got a couple of different handshakes, so I'm a big handshake guy. If you can't tell. All right, then my, my eyes are locked on him this season. Last one before yeah. we get you out of here. Got to ask you just how you feeling during the off season. Where are you at? And um, you know, what are you looking forward to when the season gets underway here? Um, you know, in the next four or five months. Man, I feel incredibly blessed um, for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, you know, God has blessed me to be in the position that I'm in, to play this game at a high level, to be a part of such a, a prestigious organization, uh, to be in such a great sports town like Boston, to be able to develop relationships with guys like JT, Pasta, you know, some of these other guys, some other athletes. And, dude, I just feel so blessed and so fortunate to be sitting here today, even being able to sit down and talk with you, man. I couldn't feel more blessed to be in the position that I'm in. That's but... the first time I've ever heard someone say that about sitting down and talking with me, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's true, man. It, it is true. I, I live a very fortunate and a very blessed life. And, you know, I thank God every day for putting me in the position that I'm in, including this chair right now talking to you. But, um, 
you know, there's a lot to be excited about this year. Um, but I'm one of those, you know, one day at a time, one day at a time kind of guys. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward to beginning our offseason program, seeing all of our guys um, and just going to work, developing those relationships all over again. And the work ethic, the uh, camaraderie and all those things, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I know that whenever the season gets here, um, you know, there will be things for us to look forward to and things for us to you know, work towards and all that. But right now, you know, we're just starting at step one. So that's where I, that's where my focus is. And, you know, I'm just excited to be back here with the guys and being back in you know the weight room on the field, you know, doing workouts, all kind of stuff. And, you know, just being able to kickstart our, our next season because, you know, it's going to be it's a new season. It's going to be provided with new challenges. Um, it's a new team. we got new coaches, new players. Um, so it'll be it'll be super exciting to have everybody in here in the building and just get everybody to get back to work. Hey, this is when you start building it, right? Connective tissue. You can bring That's that right. term over over into your room now. Amen. Awesome. Amen. I'll probably reword it because I don't want to. I don't want to swag that. Steal it. It's all good. It's all. It's New England. Yeah. We can we can share terms. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I might add a little a little twist to it. We'll see. Love it. All right. Hey, you said you're blessed. We're blessed to be able to have you on the podcast today. We really appreciate the time. I'm blessed to have you as a member of the New England Patriots, second in the league in rushing touchdowns. I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, mention that after last season. So we're expecting big things out of you guys this coming season, and uh, we're looking forward to having you at the Garden on Sunday for game one against the Brooklyn Nets. Damian Harris of the New England Patriots. We appreciate the time, man. Yes, I appreciate you. Go C's. Thank you for listening to View from the Rafters, behind the scenes with the Boston Celtics, presented by Cardless. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com you never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.